Welcome everyone to another <laughs> Devils in the Details. I totally forgot the name of this damn show. We only have 20 minutes to do a spoiler-filled review of oh, yeah. Three from Hell. We can do it. We can do this. We got this. Yeah, we can do this. Um, of course, joining as always is uh, Cameron. How you doing, my man? Doing fantastic. Good. Even though you can't see me, I promise. <laughs> I can see you. Oh, it just seems so damn dark. You can't see you? No, but that's... I don't have slide to. slide you over closer, like. We just gotta get close. over here. Like, What's up, Chris? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we can make this awkward. All right. Yeah. Three from Hell is the third Rob Zombie film in the Firefly trilogy. It started with House of Thousand Corpses, then the <laughs> Devil's Rejects, and now Three from Hell. Uh, the story is centered around the, sur- the, the Firefly uh, trio who actually survived miraculously. Mm-hmm. Um, the film is really broken into three distinct uh, 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 arcs. Um, mm-hmm. Why am I not thinking? I'm. Trying, I feel like I'm rushing, and so I'm like losing myself. Um, three yes, acts. Yes. The first act is a documentary explaining their survival mm-hmm. and the cult-like following, much like Manson had uh, when he was first uh, captured and jailed. Uh, the second act deals with escaping, and the third act deals primarily with liberation and mm. sort of cutting ties with their past in a massive bloodbath. Yeah. Um, it's really actually uh, succinctly put together, nice and neatly, uh, of course, because of the tragedy of um, uh, uh, Sid, Sid Haig, Haig, the loss of Sid Haig, thank you. Uh, mm. We were forced to bring in uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips. No, I'm sorry. That's a straight up lie. Richard Brake, uh, who was Winslow Foxworth Coltrane, the Midnight Wolfman. Yeah. <laughs> in order to fill in for uh, the Captain Spaulding character, mm-hmm. who gets a, I guess, fitting but hollow. Okay. End. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a or throw my two cents into that right now. Yeah. So of course. As we all know now, Sid was dying of cancer, and he had been for a very long time. At the time, we didn't know. It was just a rumor or whatever. And yeah, that's why we don't have Mr. Haig in the film very much, because there's no way in hell any insurance company would insure a film with somebody that's got stage four fucking cancer. Mm -hmm. Two things I was nervous about this film. Wasn't the new character. Not at all. I don't fucking care. Whatever. How they were bringing him back, mm-hmm. because it, none of it's been a supernatural aspect at all. Right. Right. It's all been grounded, just hyper reality. So it's like House how of the Thousand fuck Corpses are you... had a little touch to it. It, but it was yeah, very I don't know. I it was still relatively grounded minus yeah. Doctor Satan. There was yeah, um, there wasn't like like high supernatural ghosts yeah. or anything. So there was that, and then how they were going to take out Sid because. You know, I mean, you have to have Captain Spaulding in there. Yeah. And I thought it was very tasteful. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like it was rushed. It felt proper. I missed like him I, the whole film. Oh, absolutely. Well, here's the thing, too. Like, here's the shit thing. I mean, of course, there are... This isn't completely solid true. Mm-hmm. Um, but the vast majority of the new characters' lines were all Captain Spaulding. Oh, all really? they did was change it so that it was him saying it. And then threw in his own personality here and there. But there were so many fucking lines in that film where he's talking and even the inflections in his tone. Like, it's like, okay, Sid's there telling him, hey, this is how I would say it. So he's saying it like that. I kind of like that idea. 
I do. Well, and that's that's really the way that they were able to keep him on the film was having him as a consultant. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, because I doubt he would have fucking showed up to do a goddamn cameo because Sid fucking Haig. Um, and two, like if you're going to have a character replace a character, who better than to have the original character be there? Yeah. I mean, look at Solo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I I really enjoyed it, it, so that was my only complaint about this whole film mm-hmm. was um Sid like Captain Spaulding would have been so brilliant in all of the scenes in all of it he's all he always commands the camera every time he's on frame um in frame uh, he's just a magnificent actor and and character and I miss him dearly and I missed him throughout this whole thing Oh yeah Richard Brake did his best and I felt like he 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 did okay and so I didn't really care for the character as much. We don't have any history with him. And he's, but what can you do? Reality is as reality is, and, and we just yeah. have to deal with it. That being said, I really enjoyed this film. I didn't mm-hmm. like it as much as I liked the th- two before it. No, of course not. But I thought it was great, and I've watched it yeah. twice now. I own it digitally. I'm going to go watch it a third time tomorrow <laughs> uh, in my underpants, eating spaghetti out of a, a pan or something. Like, just... Being as dirty right. and grungy yeah. as possible because I, mean, I, I think you kind of need to. If you yeah. want to watch this film, you got to do that. One thing that I thought there's like this one scene in the entire movie that really drives you forward that that, that uh, let, lets you know as the viewer what the whole point of this is. And it's mm-hmm. when they're trying to figure out who's going to go in and or get them a room as soon as they get um, uh, Sherry Moon Zombie's character free, baby. And She's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then she leans in. She's like, but remember, I'm the star. And then she leaves. And he's like, she's changed. Her character arc from all three films, she she is the driving force of this film. Mm-hmm. Like she's Absolutely. the reason the second act existed. She's the reason the first act was entertaining to watch. And she's mm-hmm. the reason why the third act really has any resonance at all. She pulled together a, a, an acting role that I've, I've never seen her be able to do before. And I think no, she was really all. great. And it's like her character in this was so vastly different from the other two films, yeah. but it felt warranted. And that was like, Oh cool. She's got range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it, especially when she realized, oh, fuck, she's gone insane. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Because yeah. she's yeah. been, she even said, I've been locked up for 10 fucking years. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I love so much about it, is there was, there was a reason why she was so different, mm-hmm. and anyone would be. And then yeah. you see her so different, but there's still little callbacks to the baby that we know and love, mm-hmm. but it's just twisted a little bit more. Oh, I, yeah. I, like, just, I, I love that scene where she was chasing that naked chick. Yes! <laughs> So it's like we gotta go because uh, I think Grandma saw me. Like Hi, that Grandma. was perfect. That was like holy shit. That right there is House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, yes, baby. it was so goddamn good. Run, rabbit, run. <laughs> um, there and so many lines, callbacks to what we love mm-hmm. so much, which is just so great. Uh, so let's talk about some of these beats uh, in the scenes here. So we had uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips playing the ward- warden as this really bombastic, over-the-top 70s warden, um, married to this black woman. Uh, one of his assistants was uh, uh, his wife's hus- uh, brother, and then he was then married to a white woman. 
Um, all of this is really inconsequential, except that when they're sitting down at the dinner table, it does feel a little like forced and strange to me. Um, I don't know why. I just felt out of you know. Are, are you a are you a racist? <laughs> Please. Can, can 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 mixed couples not be a thing? They totally can, but <laughs> two at one dining table? I think not. <laughs> that's that's true. That is true. One per dining think. table, I say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always the one. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, I loved the getting to know baby in prison um, mm -hmm. when when she was jumped uh, in prison and then came out on top. I thought that was just brilliant. The way that she was uh, yeah. manipulating the, her guard and just <laughs> making her just cream as she talked to her because she oh, yeah, that was just wants baby because awesome. she's <laughs> a fucking baby. Um, what were your favorite parts of the the sort of prison side of things? Definitely that, just like getting into the headspace of where Baby is now versus where she was what, 15 years ago or whatever the hell, whenever the hell the last movie came out. Like, it just uh, falling down that rabbit hole of seeing her go from being just normal crazy to like legit insane. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And then, you know, finding out at the end that the prison guard was D. Wallace. And yeah. We're like, holy shit, that was D. Wallace. It's so weird seeing her not blonde and not someone's mom. Yeah. Well, it was great because I was watching. I'm like, I know this actress. Yeah. Who well, is God, that this? Was, that was something like uh, typical Rob Zombie fashion. He's going to throw in every single actor that he grew up watching, yep. just absolutely adoring, just to fucking say he worked with them. Mm -hmm. And it's... It definitely stood out a lot more in this film than the other films. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, it almost kind of felt like a fan film, mm. but I yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, kind of. I could see that. Um, so, ultimately, they kill the warden after the warden breaks Baby out of prison, uh, much to his chagrin. She ends up murdering his assistant's wife. Again, we already mentioned it. She was running away naked after um, uh, Otis Driftwood broke her in, as it were. And uh, presumably, it didn't show anything on screen, just alluded to it. Mm. Um, and as she's running away naked with a knife that she was going to stab Baby with, but she got too scared, she's running through the streets, broad daylight, suburbia, mm -hmm. nude, cut up, bruised, black eye, and Baby's just hunting her. It's such a great scene. I love oh, yeah. it so much. Oh, yeah. Again, well, she was point. just straight up playing with her, too, because yeah. she could have taken her out so much faster than that. Oh, yeah. Um, the bow and arrow and the helmet, the the headdress. What'd you think? I bought it. So good. I, I heard so many complaints about that. Like, ooh, what is she fucking Rambo now? <laughs> it's like, no, she's a fucking hillbilly. You think that's the first time she's ever touched a bow and arrow? Fuck no you. No Come way. on. I'm far from a hillbilly, but I have I've run through bow and arrows, man. My mm -hmm. son was taking archery for years. Um, so that's totally believable to me, especially if you're a psychotic murderer. Then Absolutely. you know weapons. Yeah, period. no, I, I bought it 100%. Yeah. Um, so the second act was really them leaving that house, trying to figure out what to do next and realizing that they were going to be going down um, to Mexico uh, and, and having this really wonderful little moment of rest and relaxation in the middle of the film, sitting in a hotel room, just bored, playing Go or what was it? Cat yeah, Go four? Fish. It was like, okay, anyway, it was like gold, goldfish or something. Yeah. Um, and Baby's just like crawling the walls. She's been in prison for a decade. She needs to get out and murder or have fun, as she says. Mm -hmm. um, she meets this poor guy uh, that's on his way to a party, convinces him to ditch them and come with her, and then she just tears him up. Of course, 
After yeah. a little bit of fun wordplay, we get a little taste of, of um, the free baby at that point, mm -hmm. which I really appreciated. But then they go to Mexico, and this is the third act of the film. Um, one thing that I totally glossed over, the bounty hunters that were hired to capture the fireflies in the devil's rejects on behalf of the police. Um, I, why, I, don't, I can't remember his damn name right now. Um, uh, Danny Trejo? Yes, Danny Trejo, thank you. Uh, he is also in the same prison sort of chain gang unit as Otis mm. Driftwood is. Doesn't remember Otis. Otis remembers him, tells him as much. And then as soon as Wolfman comes and rescues him, he goes in, in his act of revenge. That cue in the first act is paid off in the last act when um, uh, the son of Danny's character, uh, the bounty hunter's character, is a drug kingpin leader, presumably, mm -hmm. and uh, is informed by the hotelier... <laughs> Nice way of saying a doofus okay. who just runs a shithole. Um, hey, he's an entrepreneur. God that's damn true. it. Oh, all right, man. No, I got it. I got it. You <laughs> <laughs> remind me of every stoner ever in the 90s. Yeah, I, I fucking love that character. <laughs> uh, he's so funny. Uh, anyway, that whole cartel comes to claim the Fireflies' lives as an act of revenge for them killing his father. And that is the ultimate bloodbath. Between the bloodbath and them coming to Mexico, you get a lot of really wonderful uh, sex and blood and gore and play and party. And the soundtrack to this is amazing. Rob Zombie. Hell yeah. Dude, he, he, I, he's like a Tarantino when it comes to music. See, and he's like a fucking Tarantino with his filmmaking now, too. That's true. Like, that's what Janet and I were talking about on the way home from seeing it. It's like, if you took early 90s Tarantino yeah. and Rodriguez and you put them in the room with Rob Zombie and they were all jerking each other off <laughs> what landed As in the center did. yeah of course because duh why yeah. why the fuck yeah. wouldn't you um it, it, what landed in the center was the film like just plain <laughs> simple like it it was very jump cutty like Tarantino yeah. Yeah. the the feel is Especially once they got to Mexico, it was very reminiscent of Rodriguez's style of shooting. Yeah, it just God, it was so beautiful. I re yeah, it, it was it was really well done. Um, the editing, I didn't even feel like it was rushed. We had some mm -hmm. moments where I was a little bit, I felt like it was a little too long in some in some cases. But and they were like, I was watching a, the extras on the digital download, and he was saying he had to cut out a whole bunch of scenes just mm -hmm. for the sake of time because they did not have a very long time to shoot this. I think they said they, they had like two or like like six weeks or seven weeks or something like that. It was a very short amount of time, so they were rushing through scenes. They didn't let actors have any. We only have like seven minutes left. We haven't even talked about the damn clown yet. We haven't talked about um, uh, uh, the ending. Let's spoil the ending before we go to the clown if we can't okay. really fast. Uh, they win. <laughs> Bloody yes, they fucking do. <laughs> gory, horrific, but mm. amazing Firefly fashion. They come through and just destroy the gang that came to slaughter oh, them. Yeah. And they walk into the motherfucking sunset. Yeah, that was that was the perfect ending. Perfect. <laughs> Everything fucking... everyone wanted out of the Devil's Rejects mm -hmm. ending but loved the ending that we had. In fact, it's the strongest ending of all of them. We got in this ending. Mm -hmm. They came through the other side of hell. Yes, and hell just kicked them out. 
like, nope, you're too bad. <laughs> I'm the devil, and I do the devil's work. Um, oh, God, I, I love, love this. <laughs> um, what about Clint Howard? <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> Nowhere, I, no reason for that, but it was great. No. I fucking no. hate clowns. <laughs> like, did they seriously have a dinner party just to have a clown? <laughs> I know! Of all the, and the clown wasn't even supposed to be at the dinner party, was it? He just got the wrong door, or...? I, I don't know. <laughs> Were they there just for the clown? Like, it's such a weird scene. Yeah. I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't need to. Once you saw yeah. Clinton Howard trying to make people laugh for his life. <laughs> yeah, that shit was great. And then he does make Otis laugh. Yeah. God damn it. That was the best part. He fucking pisses himself uh, and is crying. <laughs> I laughed. It was so, so good. I laughed, too. That, it, was, it was brilliant. And then he let him go to clown heaven, which yes. respect, respect. All right. What's your favorite part of this film or parts? I, uh, hmm. Gotta say like, as soon as they get to Mexico, just everything that transpired after that, like it was my favorite part of the movie. I mean, yeah, we got like the buildup and all the mm -hmm. character development, I guess with the new guy, but just there, there wasn't a part of the whole Mexico adventure that disappointed me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, no, yeah I don't know. Oh, I was going to say, my favorite part was Baby making her, uh, showing us her growth. Um, mm -hmm. And then her making her con like emotional connection with Sebastian, the, the little person that was mm -hmm. the, sort of the bellhop character in the hotel. Um, it reminded her of Tiny, and she made that mm -hmm. clear. And that connection made me fucking emotional. Oh yeah! Like I was reminiscing on Tiny and, and how he mm -hmm. saved their lives and how Sebastian did the exact same thing in this film. Mm -hmm. um, it was played by Poncho Moler, if I've got the right character here. And he was the um, uh, little man who, th that sounds demeaning and I don't mean it to be. He was the actor who played the Nazi dwarf in mm -hmm. 31. Yes, the, the <laughs> Mexican Nazi dwarf. <laughs> Best fucking part of that movie. It really was. It really was. Um, with a clown nose too. Mm -hmm. can't forget the clown that, that, um, that that was my favorite part seeing her whip ass and just find an emotional connection with the character in a film there should be no emotional connection even Otis was feeling disconnected from her more than mm -hmm. usual and so I and I love that we could pick up on that character tension I love oh, yeah. that they took the time to develop that out and not just throw us another ham-fisted slaughter film which would yeah. have been easy Oh yeah, and then we would have all fucking enjoyed it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's let's not lie, but yeah. it's nice when there's actually story. Absolutely, I I loved this film, um, and I'll watch it again and again and again over time. And there will be more that I pick up, little character notes and uh, lines that I'm going to be quoting forever. And every, just that's what Zombie does best. Mm -hmm. And I highly recommend this. If you had to give this a rating, what would you give it? I don't know. Have we decided our rating system? What did we do last time? I don't fucking remember. I think we did 1 to 10? 1 to 5? 1 to 10? What did we do, people? I don't, I, I don't know. I give it two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. I give it two thumbs up and a swing. Swing. <laughs> and that's it. We did it. And we have two minutes left. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, BJ. Thank you, Wes, for joining us in the live chat. I wish this was longer, but we have lives that we have to get to. Yeah, and I got things it. Yeah. And it's my fault. Otherwise, it'd just be us jerking off yeah uh, which really will still it. happen yeah <laughs> hi barbara great. thank you don't listen to anybody go fucking watch it yeah it's watch out. this film it is good and if you don't like rob zombie films go watch it anyway because i said so 
a lot I, of people. I can't have a great day. Uh, and until next time, uh, hail the Satan! Hail Satan! <laughs> I don't have.